Hello, everyone. This is Lewis. Um, I know normally I, uh, I have like this intro speech uh, that would normally include in the beginning of each podcast. Uh, this isn't going to be one of those days, um, and for good reason. Uh, today, I thought it'd be uh, it would be really important to talk about a topic that is never pleasant to talk about, uh, but I feel it really needs to be talked about more often. Uh, amongst families, especially. And that's the topic of uh, suicide. And, and then to have an honest conversation about it. You know, while I was, I, I probably spent over three, a little over three years studying every school shooting in the United States from 1990 to 2020. And during that time, I noticed that a lot of news agencies that cover school shooting statistics, um, they don't include suicides where somebody just shot themselves on a school campus, but nobody else. They only include what they call active shooter uh, events, where they're just randomly, you know, shooting people, and then and then maybe sometimes they kill themselves, and sometimes they don't. <clears throat> I feel that's a terrible mistake to not include just suicides, because in a way, I feel like it just washes away, uh, you know, those kinds of incidences, and it forces us to not think about perhaps the greatest cause of most school shootings, which is mental health, and emotional mastery. Those are just my opinions based on my research. Um, you're welcome to argue them with, you know, the merits with me. But I feel that these statistics should be, should be included uh, because the elements are still the same. You know, someone brought a firearm to school, a school campus, a school event, and the firearm was discharged and somebody was killed or injured. And the reason why I'm talking about this particular topic is because Yesterday uh, was October 31st, Halloween, and uh, I received a phone call from my nephew. My nephew lives in uh, Missouri, and um, he started the conversation with, are you sitting down? And that's never, that's never a way you want to hear a conversation start. I was like, oh my God, what happened? And uh, told me that my sister killed herself. I'm like, oh my God, you know. And uh, in one instance, I'm 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 asking. I have so many questions in my mind at that moment. At the same time, I'm trying to trying to be sensitive and, and mindful of what this poor kid is going through, my nephew, what his father must be going through. So I'm trying not to pepper him with too many questions. I just appreciate that he called me just to tell me. And um, it turns out she shot herself in the head. It was her, her day off. She was home alone. She didn't leave a note. And um, I had no idea that she was going through so much pain at that time. I mean, we would text each other from time to time, you know, maybe once a month. And uh, the last time we communicated, um, I mean, one of the last times that we communicated, she said that she was going to see a counselor about some personal issues she was going through, you know, that involved our parents. Um, but I had no idea that, it, I, don't, I don't know if, I, even to right now, I don't know if that's the reason why she killed herself or if there was something else. I mean, her only child, my nephew, 
just recently got married um, around a year ago or so. And uh, he now has a baby on the way. So she was about to become a grandmother. And to my knowledge, she was happy at her job. Uh, things seemed to be going great in her relationship. Um, I had no reason to suspect that she was in a dark place. I mean, but then again, my, my sister was always very, she was a very private person. She was a very strong-willed uh, person. You know, and, and I imagine if uh, if adults struggle with these kinds of emotions, how much more so do kids and teenagers who are experiencing these type of emotions maybe for the first time, and it just feels so overwhelming, you know? Um, you know, I mean, even adults, you know, sometimes we just need a little guidance, somebody who has a different perspective, somebody that can just tell us everything's going to be okay. You know, somebody's just going to be there and hold us if, if necessary. I just, I, I just still trying to deal through it. Um, and, and I'm trying to be there for my family. But um, another situation is I wanted to bring up um, a few years ago, my best friend went through a really bad divorce and um, it, it, caused, it made him go to a very dark place and uh, he wanted his life to end and he owned lots of guns. Oh my gosh, he still owns a lot of guns. And, um, you know, thankfully, I, you know, we lived close to him and I was able to, you know, be there for him and I can't tell you how many nights, either on the phone or in person, that we just talked for hours, and just letting him know it's going to be okay, and that he had so much more to live for, um, including and especially his kids, you know. And uh, little by little, I think that finally, you know, sunk in. And uh, his guns, uh, he, um, he had his brother hold on to him and lock him away in a safe. And I made sure that his brother would not allow him to have access to us while he was going through this emotional trauma. And in a course of six months, he lost 50 pounds just from stress, 50 pounds from stress. I mean, I've, I've never known anyone to, to lose that much stress, uh, you know, lose that much weight just from stress. I mean, he was married for 15 years. Um, you know, he has two kids. And I mean, this is something that you you would never expect. And so thankfully, you know, he's he's alive today and he's doing well and he's in a good place. You know, he has a good job. He's, you know, good relationships, relationships around him. Um, I, I imagine, you know, how things could have been differently if, if I could have been there for my sister during her, you know, dark time. You know, and that's something, if, if you're in that dark place, you know, first of all, get help. You know, just there's there's, you know, yeah, there's suicide hotlines, and I, I know there's like this stigma, especially when it comes to men. I don't know what this stupid machismo attitude is, where you know they feel like, well, you know, you don't want to appear weak, you know, kind of thing, just because if you get help, or people are going to think you're a psycho and stuff. Well, people don't have to know that you're getting help, but you know, please, by all means, get help. I mean, if the very at the very least, if you can't afford one, or if, or if you don't feel comfortable talking to a counselor, you know, find people that that care about you. You know, maybe maybe you don't have any family members that are that are supportive or or understanding. You know, maybe you just need a friend, just one friend that you can talk to. You know, please reach out to them. Um, can't encourage that enough. I mean, even today, you know, at least once a week, I I still check on my best friend just to make sure you know he's all right. You know, my uh, my wife she introduced me to this. Um, this song recently is called uh, Only a Season by Fearless Soul and Rachel Schroeder. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name properly. 
Uh, but the lyrics, they begin with, a bad day isn't a bad life. It's okay, you're going to do just fine. When you feel like fighting the world and nothing is going right, remind yourself, it'll be all right. And, you know, I, I get it. You know, sometimes it's it's so easy to get stuck in that dark place. And it feels like you're suffocating, there's no way out, and, and it's terrifying. But that's exactly when you need to reach out to someone who can help you and see that light again. You know, someone that has a different perspective because um, I don't know if any of you, you know, listen to or read Tony Robbins. I mean, he, he's very big on emphasizing, you know, whatever it is that you're focusing on tends to expand. And if you have a hard time focusing on something that's positive, something that you're grateful for, to be able to look back to see how far you've come along, sometimes it helps to have that other person who has a different perspective to help you see things in some light, you know, when you're going through all that darkness. You know, remind yourself, you know, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to cry. I think I've cried at least 10 times today. <laughs> you know, recognize it, call it out. You know what? I, I'm I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling angry. I feel like crap. <laughs> you know, recognize that it's it's just a feeling. It's gonna eventually pass. It's just like a season. You know, you don't have to let it conquer you. You know, they they say that the spring always comes after the winter. You are gonna see the sun again, and things will get better. You know, my wife and I, we uh, we just recently moved here to Virginia uh, back in January from Florida. And um, heck of a time to to move to Virginia uh, is, is, is January um, because it was, there was a snow flurry the day we arrived. And when we got here, it was nighttime, no lights on the highway, um, very little visibility. And my wife had barely even seen snow, much less driven in it. So, uh, you know, we had to take it real slow and, and sometimes I had to talk her through it on the phone, uh, but we made it to our hotel, you know, and eventually our apartment, you know, um, and now, you know, winter is just around the corner. And, you know, now that we've been through it and we know what to expect, you know, now it doesn't seem so terrifying, you know, now we, now we know we can get through it and that eventually spring is going to come back and then the fall. I mean, I don't know if, how many of you are, are in the northern, you know, northeastern eastern part of the United States, but, you know, fall is absolutely beautiful up here with the changing of the leaves and the colors and stuff. I think it's my favorite season now. But um, again, every year that winter is going to come. And if you know how to get through it, it doesn't seem so terrifying. And sometimes you just need somebody who has that experience to help you get through it. You know, in Florida, uh, we don't have, you know, <laughs> raging, you know, terrible winters, uh, but we have hurricanes. And uh, if you've never been through one, it can be pretty terrifying, especially when you're in it uh, and you don't know how to prepare. But, you know, if you just talk to your neighbors, you know, the ones that have been there, you know, multiple times, you know, they tell you how to prepare. And then every time one comes, it doesn't seem so terrifying. So the same is true with emotions. You know, it's, it's, it's painful, it's terrifying, and it really sucks while you're going through it. But reach out to people to care about you. And, you know, to, if you can, please, you know, to professional counselors, you know, it's only a season. And it's going to pass. And uh, I would like to end this podcast by saying the things I haven't said to my sister in, in a little while. You know, I just want to tell you, Michelle, I love you. I miss you very much. And I wish I could have been there for you. Your darkest moment.
you know, for those of you that might be listening or watching, uh, please hug your loved ones today. You know, tell them that you love them and uh, take care of yourselves. Thank you. Thank you.